Welcome to For What It's Worth, an introduction and immersion into the furry fandom. And now, one wine red fox and one guy who thinks phone numbers are only nine digits. Here are Ruin Tugs. Thank you, Fire Breath, for that amazing introduction. Um, today, we're going to be talking about what are furries um, thankful for. And their little furry hearts. Yes. They're like little Muppet hearts covered in fur. This is Season 2, Episode 15. Wow, it's been a long time since we've added an episode number. I know, because we've been doing like all these specials and stuff like that. But it's been really, really fun. Oh yeah, was, I, I had fun doing those specials. It but... was nice to have a week off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it is a lot of work putting out three episodes in a row, and two in one week, pretty much. And uh, it was a nice break. But we've had some pretty fun experiences, like, you know, Anime Bonsai... Thank you um, to everyone who came to that. Definitely, definitely. Um, we also went and saw Wreck-It Ralph together with a whole bunch of furries. So that we was did. pretty fun. It, I, I liked Wreck-It Ralph. It was nice. They had a lot of little touches. So out of one to five, what do you think? One to five what? Stars. No one rates on just five stars. It's four stars. Okay, four stars. Fine. <laughs> uh, two and a half. Two and a half? You really think it's only two and a half? Three and four. You've got to be doing something super great. Like four stars is like Oscar material. I don't know. I, I would have to give it a three. Yeah, you're just biased. <laughs> it's three. Hey, they had Sonic in there. It was awesome. That's if they true. If they would have had Tails, it would have been there like was four Tails. stars. Oh, there was. Tails is in it. Yeah. I had to rewatch it. <laughs> uh, it's, it was a good movie. Don't get me wrong. It was solid. But I mean, compared to other movies, it was a kid's movie too. So they couldn't make it like deep. And I mean, they could have made it deep because there's a lot of deepness in video games. And so it didn't really traverse into the emotionally deep territory I was looking for. I think it would have been hilarious if they would have done some sort of montage where they went to like all these different video games or something like that. Like a little montage. They did in the credits. Did? Did you not watch the credits? I did watch the credits. Remember they but... had... Well, we don't want to ruin it because okay. it's still new. But yeah, watch the credits. There's all kinds of montages. And if you're in the audience, stay all the way to the end of the credits. It's not a huge bonus, but it is a cool bonus. So what else did um, did you do this month? <laughs> it's not the <laughs> weekly recap. I have had one hell of an October, to be honest. Between the show and work and general social activities, it's been nuts. Um, but what are we through? We're about halfway through. Little, no. Did about you halfway up, through November? Yeah. About halfway. So uh, I went to the fir- to the, to the fursuit. I went to the fursuit symphony, which is not a symphony in fursuits, but we fursuit the symphony. <laughs> um, and that was fun. Um, what did you end up doing there? There was this girl. And um, during intermission, she was like three, you know, where she, she totally gets it. She was at that perfect age. I don't know three, but, you know, young. And uh, she kept pointing at me, and so I pointed, and then I started counting with her. And then she was really freaked out because she was like, he only has four fingers. Because <laughs> <laughs> she had five fingers. So I could only count to eight, and she could only count to ten. And it, it messed with her, but she laughed, and she loved it. Um, and so that was a lot of fun. I heard you actually had another experience where you had a kind of an older kid that was explaining what furries were. Oh, yeah. So I'm wondering if he listens. And if you do listen... Write me, because there's this kid, right? And we're going out the back. There's kind of like some back doors, um, just because it's easier. There's not as much crowd. And this person's like, oh, yeah, those are furries, blah, blah, blah. He was probably in his mid-teens, 15, 16. 
and uh, he was all explaining it, but he didn't go and go like, oh yeah, furries, and they like to do it in fursuits, and all this blah blah blah, MTV sensationalism. He was actually giving a good explanation, and I heard him, and so I went up and stood by him, and you know, I was like letting him know I'm listening to you, and he did a great job. So I broke the the almighty code of don't speak in fursuit because I don't have a fursuit voice, right? And all I did, I was I said thanks for not saying anything bad and me being honest, and I left. And it was it was pretty cool though because I was like, yeah, that's cool. This kid got it right. It's cool to be you know accepted, you know, especially from that younger generation. I think that some of those younger people they definitely get it. So I don't know. Yeah. But. And what else have you done? Oh, I got hurt. Yay! Yay! Yeah, so much fun. <laughs> Why did you get hurt? Okay, well, what ended up happening is I was up at, um, oh, I was at the UFF meet, and um, this kid came up to me and just, like, glomped me and, like, twisted my neck, twisted my back a little bit. I've had to go, like, to the chiropractor, like, twice. I've had sleepless nights. I've been a little bit cranky. Like, work has been, like, um, thinking, like, what's happened to this? What's happened to Rue? Where, where's that fun-loving person? So I've been kind of an ornery little person the last um, week and a half or so. So yeah, it was just like that. And that's how I feel. And so I'm here for what it's worth. I battled the snow and the pain. It's and the I'm, first heavy snow. I know. It's pretty cool. And I'm laying here out on our, our guest couch trying to record this episode. <laughs> I'm imagining our guest couch in my mind's eye. Even when I'm looking right at it, I'm like, oh, it's probably like one of those green upholstered couches that people <laughs> lay on and talk to their therapist on. Uh, hey, I have to share something. No, okay, not that. okay. So we are doing what we call the quick release, which is where we put the episode out pretty quick. Normally there's that week. For everyone who is listening to this on the weekend, Sunday, go see Skyfall if you haven't. It was good. That's all I'm going to say. I give that one three and a half stars. Three and a half? That's yeah, it was it was good. Like, if you put aside the fact that it was a Bond movie, if you just went and saw it on its own, uh, it was it was decent. I mean, it's better that if you have the background because you obviously get what they're doing with the characters. But yeah, it was good. Not that that's furry at all, but there's my two cents. So what do we have going on this weekend? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I don't know. Um, there's like a Utah Furries meet that's going to be, um, coming up real soon. Cool. So, yeah, we're going to be bowling and stuff like that. I didn't bring my fursuit because I don't want anybody to hug me. Because <laughs> I'm in pain, so. But whatever. <laughs> Thanks, Tugs. <laughs> that's what I do. All right, well, where is the metal cookie? Uh, well, do you the, know where it is? I don't know. The metal cookie wasn't prepared, so I'm eating a real cookie today. <laughs> You're really eating it. I always eat it. You don't eat the metal. You try to eat the metal one. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. And he dropped it. We're all eagerly awaiting you. Speak. You are demonstr demonstrative with those you love in bed with a cookie. What? <laughs> I have no comment. Please, please repeat. You were demonstrative with those you love. Demonstrative? Maybe that is it. It's demonstrative. Oh. Okay. What's demonstrative? You're demonstrating something. You're, you're, you demo it. You show it off. 
Oh, okay. In bed with the cookie. Oh, oh, look, look. We have lucky numbers this time. No, 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 no. no. Put it down. Oh, but it says learn Chinese. Listen, Ting. There you go. Ting means put down the cookie and walk away. All right. Well, it is time to get things going. Okay, so it is gratitude season, even though you wouldn't believe it. One of the things that I notice when I go to the store this time of year, and I'm sure you see it, Rue, is... Christmas? Christmas. Oh, it's so horrible. Like, Christmas is a good holiday, right? But what happened to Thanksgiving? I know, it totally totally overshadows it. you You have Halloween starting in June... And then you have Christmas starting in September now. Like, you go to Sears. Sears was the place I noticed in August. Puts out Christmas. I'm like, what happened to, to Thanksgiving? To me, this is my soapbox. I feel like we are moving into just the greedy season. We go from give me candy to give me stuff. But where's the time to sit back and go, hey, I like things. And so we thought that we would do an episode about what we appreciate in our lives. Because we don't do that often enough. I think that it would be good to do something like that every day, you know, you know, just as a person, just to reflect on things that you are grateful for. It's definitely something for a healthy, balanced life. And it's sad because when you like get in a car accident or you get injured or hurt in a pretty serious level, right? Like Like, me? No, serious level. Like you could go to the hospital, like suddenly the important things become important again. And if we were all more grateful, I think that we would... Probably not do that. We would probably be like, I've got my priorities straight, you know? I'm grateful for walking. Being able to walk, you know? Not being in pain. I'm sorry, I'm losing <laughs> the point for you. And now that he's killed the point. Uh, yeah. Well, but but no, I, I totally agree with you. Like, it's nice to be able to sit and reflect. I mean, like today, it, it snowed today. And, I, you know, I don't normally like the, the snow and stuff like that. But it, it was nice and peaceful to be able to just look out the window while I'm working and um, just see the snowfall. And it was just something to be grateful for. I really hate snow. Uh, me too, but, but it's beautiful. Y- y- you know, it is one of those things that you come to appreciate in the spring when you see things come back to life. It really is a metaphor for life in a scary way because this is the time of year when things are dead. Yeah, basically. And everything's just white. Yeah, and all the old people go to Arizona and die. It's really sad. <laughs> or sorry, Florida. 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 Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> <laughs> so as part of this episode, we asked we asked. We asked. We asked people to send in what they were grateful for. And we had a really good response. We have voicemails. We have letters in our P.O. box. We have emails. We don't have any carrier pigeons or anything like that. So, Although that would be really nice. The, for what it's worth, pigeon. Can, can we'll, we'll send the be... shark out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shark, shark, yeah. shark. So I'm excited. We've got a lot to go through here. So let's Definitely. Let's start with um, with our first email. I think you have that, Tugs. I do. So this is from, sorry if I mispronounce it, Kaney. Now we're splitting your email into two parts, Kaney, because part of it belongs in listener mail. So here's what he's grateful for. The podcast. Oh, thank you. Family and friends. What are you? I mean, let's let's talk about family. 
what are you grateful for your family? Yes, because if without if I didn't have my parents, I wouldn't be here. Yeah. Yep. Eighty five was a great year. The Nintendo came out. I came out. It was great. <laughs> Sex. <laughs> Wait to be subtle. And the sound booth is going X rated already. Oh boy. And we have our very first handwritten letter. Oh and boy. Ru is opening it right now. Let's see. This is from. Turn it over. Sism? Cin Cineskunk. 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 I'm sorry. It looks like cinnamon. That Well, yeah. I would not let him touch it before the show. So here it is. The first read. No rehearsal. Go. <laughs> well, first of all, there's a little note that's saying that Rue needs to read this. Hooray for hard words. Thank you for just torturing him. Thank you for torturing me. Dear Casta, for what it's worth, first off, I must say how happy I am to have found your podcast. My contact with the furry fandom, albeit short at three years, has usually been met with negative ideas and bad experiences. I find your show has helped tremendously in my long journey out of the closet furland. I was always into the idea of animal transformation. So was I. That's awesome. How cool. Let's see. How cool it would be to soar with the owls or run with the wolves. Yeah, this fiction on animals started on as early as the third grade. As we progressed, my interest, my interest only grew. I began getting others to play pretend. Whenever we did, I would always be an animal of some sort. I would begin a more liter literary, liter literary role play as I ran out of people who would play pretend with me. As I grew up, I began to find websites, Gaia Online and such, where I continued on, let's see, I could find more people to play pretend with back. Also, I didn't help with the stereotypical fur. My starting persona was a wolf. Anyways, as far as as us, I am grateful. As far as what I'm grateful for, I am an extremely I have an extremely long list that I'm thankful for. Chocolate for being there when no one else would. Friends to rely rely on when you're down. Shout out to this podcast for showing me an um, the amazing slide to JJ theater and performing for letting me, aka Sam be someone else besides myself for a while and an enormous long list of other things and people. I begin with the love to read and write to escape this human body. If, if only for a little while and take something better, something more interesting. This is a trend for me that still continues today. So anyways, now I'm a skunk with a super long tail and bunny ears. Who and what? And bunny ears. Two points. Who sprays cotton candy um, scent that loves to go out and make a fool of himself for other others' enjoyment. I'm fully saving to get enough money for a partial suit. Although since I am 16 and I figured out Utah Furry's rules since my email, I will be a good two years before I can um, before meets are even imaginable. It doesn't matter to me, however, since... I can definitely wait that long. Plus, I may be going into the first year, first year furry convention 
happening at Davis Conference Center in May. Anyways, I am going to wrap this up now since I have I have to get to bed. Waiting for the next podcast. Sinning Skunk. You guys should have more contests so I can win more stuff. <laughs> We're anyways, working on that. There was, so, Ru, that was the worst letter reading ever. How do you feel? Hey, you know what? I actually did really well. I mean, come on. This guy has some pretty good handwriting. Um, okay, yeah. okay. I have to say. Okay, so you, I love his character description before we get back to being grateful. But I have to say, I don't know if I'm bothered or okay with the fact that he sprays cotton candy because i like cotton candy <laughs> but where it's originating from is troublesome to me i just i don't know instead of stinky stuff it's, it's a sweet musk gland i don't like things that come out of that area generally <laughs> speaking i just don't i don't like i'm not even gonna go down this path well so, you know my fursona piece fires so <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> thank you for the letter, Sinisco. Yeah, he does. It's it's a different. How did I not know about this? You didn't know about that? No. I had a kid that pulled me aside and was like, "I'm a Pokemon. I am amazing. I've done all these different things, and I can I can have these superpowers and lightning bolts from my hands, whatever." And I was like, "Yeah, well, um, I can be fire," and that just totally shut the kid up. So, ever since then, there you go. You've learned. Rue can pee fire. I think you need penicillin. (laughs) (laughs) Penicillin. Well, thank you for the letter. He is our very first handwritten letter we've received on the show. And I was so excited to open up the door to our little P.O. box and go, (gasps) Letter. There was a letter in there. Yep. Thank you so much for sending a handwritten letter to us. Moving on then. Oh, wait, no, wait. We're not moving on. That's a lie. We have a voicemail. We do have a voicemail. So moving on, we have a voicemail. And it will start playing in a minute. I'm grateful for all of the new furry friends that I have made over the past two months. I've made a lot of new friends just because of going to the local fur meets. And I even met some when I went to an anime convention. And that's when I heard about for what it's worth. And I think that it has changed my perspective on life greatly just by making all the new friends that care about me and the way that they talk to me and the way that we hang out. It just feels like very family feeling and I just, I love the feeling of it. I, I feel most grateful for the furry community for what they've done for me. That was from Cash. He's actually a new furry that just barely um, joined. Oh, hi yeah. Cash. <laughs> so he's he's a pretty amazing kid. I've hung out with him a little bit. In fact, he actually sent you an email. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh you know what that reminds me of? The uh, the special we did, the live show, because there was that electric feeling in the room of everyone is happy and we're all getting along and family and so much love. I know. It was like It's kinda of harkens back to that. Yeah. And that is one of the great things about the fandom though, you know? I really enjoyed it, you know, being able to to be able to see like furries come up and just kind of connect. Connect, yeah, definitely. It was a it was an amazing experience. Well, we have another voicemail. This one is a last minute after the deadline voicemail. It's a bonus voicemail. This is from my good friend Mika. She was the one that introduced me into the fandom. 
Hello for what it's worth. My name is Mika. I am a bunny pop. And what I'm most grateful for this year is uh, my family, who's very loving and accepting. The fandom, which provides me with art and awesome friends, including um, a couple, Gorfax and Rue especially. Love you guys. And I'm grateful for every day we to wake up. Awesome. Thank you, Mika. That was a really good voicemail. So she said family? Yeah. Now, I'm assuming she means her day-to-day family. So what do you do? You get along with your family pretty well, don't you, Rue? Yeah, I get, I get along with them pretty well. Are I you, mean, I I see them once in a while, you know, Christmas, birthdays, you know. But not stuff Thanksgiving? Like Thanksgiving, yeah. I'm going to be spending time with them for this Thanksgiving. Do you appreciate them? I appreciate them because they taught me the importance of, you know, just treating people with love and treating people with respect. That's a good thing. So I wouldn't be the same person that I am today without that. So, Well, it's back. It is time for a top ten. The top ten things we should all be grateful for as furries. Number ten. Tails and ears we can wear. Yay! Number nine, big poofy fursuits. Num- don't glomp. Number eight, furry art in all its G to X rated flavors. <laughs> Number seven, the ability to go out and be big animal nerds without ha- harsh repercussions like some other activities you can't do in public because, I mean, they're fine, but we're talking about like, you know, you go to the Middle East, you just can't go outside and do certain things. Otherwise, you get stoned or put to death or whatever. And not stoned in the good way. I still don't completely know what you're talking about, but okay. No, no. Like in some, like especially in the Middle Eastern countries, like if a woman was to go out for a walk without her man, death. We can go out and dress up like animals. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that Nothing is pretty happens awesome. To us. Okay, I get your point now. That's awesome. Number six, coffee. Coffee is amazing. <laughs> Number five. You've Im- introduced that to me. <laughs> imagination. I think that's probably one of the most important ones. Like, that's that's probably one of the core things of um, the furry fandom, is imagination. Number four. The fact the furry fandom is like family. Yay! Number three. And we fight just like brothers and sisters. Number three. Furry conventions. I love furry conventions. A lot. Except number two. Encyclopedia Dramatica and furries. And number one. The fact we have infinite diversity and infinite combinations in our fandom and can generally get along. Race, gender, sexuality, and more don't matter. And that's your top ten. So it's time to go off to our first break, and we will be right back. From the FWIW News Desk, this is Tugs, bringing you the latest news from around the furry fandom. Today we start in national news. Stalking Cat has been confirmed dead at the age of 54. Famous for his body modifications to appear more like a cat, his death was a surprise to many who knew him as information began to trickle onto the internet late Sunday, which was later confirmed by calls to the Tonopah Sheriff's Office in Nevada. Both Koru and I knew him, and while we didn't associate regularly, we would like to express sadness to this loss and wish his loved ones sincere condolences. We'll be missed, Snogging Cat. 
Fur Fright, a popular convention in Connecticut which occurred last month, has drawn the ire of Dragoneer, owner of Furfinity, and 266 petitioners who want to remove the dorsi from the convention security detail, also known as furry drama. The Dorsai Irregulars, known for providing security issues to Anthrocon and other sci-fi conventions, came under fire after claims of harassment and assault from the security team. A final response from the convention has yet to be posted. Local news. There's no local news to report on the furry front. No news is good news. Upcoming conventions. Midwest Fur Fest is this weekend in Rosemont, Illinois at the Hyatt Regency. The theme is It Came From TV. Furry End of the World Convention is scheduled for December 20th to 23rd this year, coinciding with the end of the Mayan calendar. It will take place in Rochester, New York. The theme is obvious. Further Confusion is scheduled to take place from January 17th to the 21st, 2013 at the San Jose Convention Center. The theme is Forbidden Planet. Local Meets Local meet details for December have not been announced, however, a traditional holiday party is usually offered during the month. From the FWIW News Desk, this is Tugs, bringing you the latest news from around the furry fandom. Stay tuned for part two of our episode, where we continue to play your voicemails, read your letters and emails about what you're grateful for. You're listening to For What It's Worth. And welcome back. And once again, we're talking about gratitude and things that we're grateful for. And our little Muppet hearts. Yay! My heart. It's beating for you, Tugs. I have a sound effect for this. Yay! (laughs) So we have some more listener emails. We have an email from Aragith. And this is what she has to say. How do you know that Aragith is a she? Um, I'm sorry. Um, it? (laughs) (gasps) Oh, Aragith, we need you to call the voicemail box, 469-44-FURRY, and give a howler to Rue. Oh. Like a howler from Harry Potter. So anyways, the email. I am fairly new to the fandom, and when I got here, I had no idea where to start. Then, several days later, I found this podcast. I fell in love with it immediately. It was extremely informative, amusing, and it it became the highlight of my day whenever I listen. I just wanted to say that I'm extremely thankful for for what it's worth and what you guys do. Hugs. Arrogant. It's very sweet. I'm I'm getting the feeling, and so this is why I'm going to put this out there. We did not solicit for people to write us and say that they appreciate us. So that was genuinely from the heart. And we appreciate it. What are you talking about? I if like, you love Rue, that's I like, different. I like paid, I paid people to email us. Didn't you know that? I'm just and kidding. Fox dollars? <laughs> yeah, with Fox dollars. <laughs> with Fox dollars. You know what? If you keep bribing people, I'm going to get Michelle Obama's arms involved. Oh, and then it's no. going to go down. What is this with Michelle Obama's arms? You'll see. You'll see. We have another voicemail. Hi, I just want to say that the mean thing I'm thankful for this Thanksgiving is life itself. My brother and mother are gone from this earth now, and I recognize more keenly the fragility of this mortal existence. I'm thankful to have the opportunity to embrace all that life has to offer and the ability to make precious moments with those I love. 
And that's from, um, I believe that's Mel. Awesome. So, um, yeah, she's a she's a furry within our local group. It is so. true, though. It's it's you get those reminders when someone's gone, and you're never going to wake up, and you're never going to see them again. There there but there are times where that happens. Definitely. I mean, she has had kind of a blunder that's happened to to her is she lost her brother and she lost her um, her mother in the same exact year. And so she's been going through a lot of a lot of struggles and stuff like that. And you know, I've I've had things where people have died, or you know, mm-hmm. and it definitely gives you an awakening experience of things that you are grateful for and things that you know. I remember uh, it's been a few years um, when my grandma passed away. I I I don't I have one grandma left, but I don't really know her, so I'm not gonna feel like that. You know, I don't feel like she's family. I hate to say that, but I just don't know her. Um, but my grandma that taught me Spanish and all that stuff, um, when she died, I was I was kind of numb about it, you know? But I got to participate in the funeral because it was in another country through the web. They had a webcam. And I could see people coming up and saying their goodbyes. And it made me feel really bad because I I would try and talk to her on the phone. And I just knew that I was sounding like, you know, a caveman because English doesn't have like male and female words they're just words but every other language has a belt is masculine a purse is feminine blah 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 and you have to conjugate based on that and i felt embarrassed so i wouldn't talk to her and man do you realize how stupid i felt when i'm looking at her at her wake over the internet not being able to participate and realizing i could have talked to her so many more times and all for this dumb reason and so it is true you know you I, I appreciate you know, the fact that she was there for me when she was there for me. Because, you know, I could have something horrible happen and she would be there being taken care of me. And I love it. And, I mean, I, I appreciate it to this day. I pull out a picture of her every now and then and just say thanks still. Thanks for sharing that, Tugs. Mm-hmm. Um, that was very personal. And, you know, things... Things are really difficult. I've, I've shared this experience, you know, before, but, you know, I, I've i been to a friend's funeral before, and, you know, being able to see somebody that you used to hang out with, that you used to spend a lot of time, the person that you used to tell your secrets to, um, and the things that you love, to see them, you know, no longer there, you know, it puts a different perspective. Yeah, you'll never have a conversation with them for at least this existence. If you believe in another one, you will, but for some people that is it. Yep. So when you get home as as one of our local talk show hosts on the radio likes to say, hug the person you love and let them know I am grateful for you. And that's our advice. So we have an email from white Fang. White Fang is one of our big people on Twitter. He likes us a lot. So we appreciate the email white Fang. And here it is this year. I have a lot to be grateful for. Number one, I was able to find this wonderful fathom that has welcomed me with open arms and hearts. Thank you for all that, and I love you all. Number two, finally getting up the guts to come out to the world. Awesome. Number three, for my loved ones to accept me. Number four, my good health. That is a great one. Number five, all my old and new friends that have been there for me. And number six, going back to school and getting my high school over with, and now I'm looking to go to college. Number seven, for the chance to meet Rue and hang out with him. He's a great person and he makes me happy. This year has been the best year I can think of for me 
Thanks to all who have been along for the ride. White Fang. Thanks, White Fang, for sending that in. Really appreciate it. On that first one, you said Fathom. Yeah, he wrote Fathom. That's not fandom? I think he meant fandom, but I read what he wrote. Okay. (laughs) So, health. I am grateful for health, because right now I'm, like, crippled, and I want to be, like, healthy again, to where I can, like, run, jump, frolic, whatever, you know, get into fursuit, do bowling, whatever. Um... I would be grateful to have my health back. You know, since since I've been, you know, laid up and not being able to move around, it's kind of made me appreciate the fact that, you know, when I when I was mobile to be able to move around. You know, as a furry, I've actually had an interesting experience when it comes to being ambulatory and being able to move around. Because I've gone to cons, and I'm, I'm sure one of those times it was the recently departed panda guy. Um, but there are others. And you see them in their fursuit going around in a wheelchair. That's awesome. I mean, it's so great that they still get out there in suit. And at the same time, it, it makes me appreciate that. You know, for me, I can run around and jump around and stuff where that isn't an option for them. And, you know, it's health is, is huge. And to not have good health, that's something you deal with every day. Every day. I mean, I have little things here and there. I'm sure you, you do. Oh, yeah. Like, I have glaucoma. Right. And you've got to deal with that all the time. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I would say 98, 99% of the fandom is in great health. All my family and friends are in great health. And I appreciate that a great deal. I agree with you. I appreciate, um, you know, being able to hear that, you know, my grandmother's not in the hospital. You know, she's been going to the hospital a lot recently. And, um, you know, one probably one of the most scary experiences for me is when I, you know, found out that my father went into the hospital and, um, you know, he had some sort of like a, a mini type heart attack type thing, and or, so that was a that was a crazy experience for me. It's pretty scary. Oh yeah, so. definitely. Well, thanks for the email again, White Fang. We have another email. It's from everyone's favorite Canadian and Milton Bradley Retro. Yay, Retro! <laughs> Woo! This is what he says. Dear neighbors to the South, since Thanksgiving is coming up in America, I thought it would be nice to make another comic. Enjoy. It's on our site, guys. Go check it out. If you guys are expecting me to say what I am grateful for, I can't because Thanksgiving is over in Canada. Oh, nice. (laughs) Well, I guess I can say I'm thankful to the podcast. Well, not just you guys, but also the special guests that have appeared on your past episodes. I'd like to thank all of you people for changing my perspective on the fandom. Retro. P.S. Curse you. You've made me start enjoying the Bedfellows cartoons. Yay! <laughs> That's well, awesome. Thanks for the email, Retro. Thank you, Retro. Like, seriously, all of your little cartoons and stuff like that, I have them all printed out. And What did you do with them? Because no one knows. I know. But what have you been doing with those printouts? I've put them all over my, my office cubicle, so people are, like, coming like... They're like, what's going on with all these cartoons and stuff like that? They like sit and like look at them and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. Yeah, check the show comments if you haven't seen these. They're they're hilarious. And Rue's tie is always funny. <laughs> My tie is funny. Yeah, I love I love how he draws Rue. It's cool. You know, it's funny because we you don't have a tie in the logo, but he knows you have a tie. How did that happen? I don't know. I usually have a tie. Maybe he knows me somewhere. He did say something that I wanted to second. Uh, all our guests who have come on and let us torture them 
and genuinely let us make an ass of ourselves in front of. I appreciate every one of you who have come on, and I know that our listeners out there, especially on the few key episodes that come to mind, women in the fandom, dating, a lot of people took a lot away from that, and you provided that to them, and for that, I appreciate it, as I'm sure a lot of our audience does. Definitely, definitely. I'm really grateful also for, like, for instance, Yuri's mother when she came on the Mother's Day episode. We also have Elle's mother that came on as well. And, um, you know, being able to have that perspective, um, from mothers, you know, that's probably one that pops into my mind. So. I love my mom. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I still talk to her and it's hilarious. Hey, this is Simba Mazzotti and I am calling to say that I am grateful for my father who taught me to be hardworking and to love life and that I am grateful for the passion that I have in everything that I am able to enjoy, whether it's loving, whether it's working, whether it's getting to teach or explore. Thanks. You don't know there's so much love right now. What do you say? <laughs> I can't say anything. Like, thank you for sending in that message. It meant a lot to me. Yeah, absolutely. Simba has been around in our local community for a while. Um, but he doesn't really get out much historically. He has been a little bit more recently, and I've run into him a few times lately. And I love seeing him because he's just—he's such a big sweetheart. And so, I mean, I know that it was—it was probably a bit of a challenge for him to leave that that voicemail. And I really appreciate the fact that he left that because I actually had not listened to any of these voicemails until the show. So, thank you very much. Definitely, thank you. Um, you know, as far as with with fathers and stuff, we've talked a little bit about mothers. Um, with my father, um, you know, we might not see eye to eye every day. Um, he might not appreciate or accept the choices that I've made in my life. My family doesn't really accept my, the choices that I made, but I love, I still love them. And, you know, the things that they've taught me, I, I'll always go back to, to the things that they've taught me. They've taught me to be a good man, a good person. And I love them. I'm going to make a man out of you. Thanks. (laughs) You have any other thoughts on gratitude? Um, just like, I can't stress this enough. Let's, we need to look around us, you know, especially this month, just look around and see what, what you don't normally see, you know, take the time to smell the roses Look around you and find something, you know, just appreciate your surroundings. Because, you know, you don't know when that could be taken away from you. Mm, You don't. And so we hope that with this episode that you can spend a few minutes feeling inspired and take a moment and be grateful for things in your life before we move into the Christmas season with all its gift-giving and commercialism and personal meetings it may have for you you know it's important to be grateful and so we pass that on to you and hope that you do with what you will hopefully for good and i just want to say that i appreciate the fandom because as much as i talk about my parents and love them and i've talked about in the past i don't have the greatest relationship with them and the fandom is my family and my support network and it is cool to have friends in almost every major city that I could possibly want to go to. 
and know them on a personal level. Um, but it's great that we all connect and are there for each other, even if we can't be there in person. And so I just want to say thanks to all of my friends for being there because you are basically my day-to-day family. And I appreciate that. So it's that's it for the topic. So let's I have one more thing. What? I'm grateful for you, Tux. I'm grateful for you, Koru. And I'm grateful for all of our listeners that we have out there. Mm-hmm. Thanks to everyone who listens and and actually does what we intend with the podcast, which is to have a good time, but more importantly, to make a difference in your life and let you know that you're not that much of a weirdo. And if you're not a furry, that furries aren't really weirdos either. And you're not alone. Nope. There are six of you listening. We appreciate all six of you. <laughs> Well, it's time for listener mail. Now, we have gone a long time <laughs> between regular episodes, because specials are specials. So we have quite a bit of backlog in terms of time. We only have two pieces, but some of them have been waiting for a while. So thank you for your patience. We are now going to go through the mailbag. So here we have Tommy, Tommy J. Wolf. He says, hey, guys, this is Tommy Wolf. I'm 17. I want to know about an underage, about how an underage furry can get involved in the fandom. P.S. I must be one of the few people that didn't think Rue was a girl. Thank you. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Somebody actually didn't think that I was a, a girl for once. Thank goodness. So, okay, so underage. You know, we've kind of already talked a little bit about it, but let's go through it real quick again. I mean, as far as with underage, there's things that you can do to be involved in the community. I mean, you can still go to conventions. You just, you know, it just limits, um, you know, the amount that you can actually um, participate at the convention. I highly recommend you waiting until you're 18 to, like, fully be involved with your local furry community. Um... At least that's what we we said from last time. Uh, what was your what's your take on it, Tugs? The fact that you're waiting for me to support you and I haven't. Thanks. <laughs> when when you're underage, do us all a favor, like we said before. Don't lie about your age. To be perfectly honest, I know that there are people who are lying about their age and lied about their age when they became age. Then suddenly their age changed on their profile, and that wasn't cool. You you put us at risk, and that screws you over later, because if something horrible happens, guess what? You're, the community may not be there locally for you, because, oops, someone got caught doing something that looked questionable. Um, and so it is a struggle to be underage and be a furry and want to go out and do furry things. Uh, if, if you can wait, wait. If you have cool parents that are going to be accepting... Maybe ask them to take you like that really awesome mom that took her daughter. Um, At the convention. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. If your parents... Shout out to the awesome mom. Yay! If, she, if you're listening, we love you. Um, if Seriously, though. If you can get your parents, if they're cool, to take you to the con that's coming up, do it. Do it. And you'll hopefully get a well-rounded, positive experience. And maybe they'll take you to other things. You know, one thing that I've noticed is that a lot of um, minors come to me and they're really scared about how to actually present this to their family, to their parents. 
Um, you know, one thing that I would suggest to you, just as a little small piece of advice, is that it's not that hard to actually talk about being a furry. Um, basically, you are somebody that's interested in, you know, anthropomorphic characters. You don't use that. You just say that you're interested in cartoon animals. Um, talking cartoon animals. I mean, it's... It, or, if you want to, you can be like, Hey, Mom, you know, I'm really interested in mascotting. You know, I think that's really cool. You know, some of the things that they do. Or, like, I know with my family, I actually explained it to them that I really loved puppeteering and I loved um, being an entertainer. And um, that's how I kind of explained it to my family. I'm imagining you as the master hand. I know, right? Like, well, actually, you're more like crazy hand. <laughs> He's just staring at me. <laughs> is it because I'm waving my hands as I'm talking? Yeah, and clearly the microphone is picking that up. Oh, okay. That's, that's nice. <laughs> um, we have actually another part of the email from Kaney before we go to our last mail. And um, so here's how it finishes. Here's a question. How do I tell someone I'm that I'm a furry, which you just addressed? What's the best way of telling them? And... I, understand. I told them about cons and fursuits, but if I told them I was a furry, I don't think they would understand. It's a one-on-one -on -one thing, honestly. Every parent has their own style of parenting. And they will accept certain things and don't accept certain things. And if you can wait, wait. If you can't wait, don't lie about what you're doing to other people on the internet. Be straight about it. And You know your parents better than any one of us. And each parent is going to be different on the answer that they're going to accept. So if you look at it, look at the parts of the fandom that you're really interested in and see, find a way in which you can present that to them. You know your family better than we do. And so... As much as we want to give you a specific piece of advice, it's a little difficult. Yeah, no, it's really hard. And, you know, my answer that I just gave previous, you know, might not work for your family. They might think mascots are weird. You know? You're going to hell for liking furry stuff or something. Yeah, exactly. So, I, you know, it's, it's a little bit of a hard situation. Just, you know your family. And, you know, just approach them and just talk to them one-on-one. -on -one. There's some people out there that you probably don't want to be talking to your parents about it. Um... Hold on, there is light at the end of the tunnel. It really does get better. I'm telling you, it's worth it. It's worth it. Definitely. All right, and we're down to our last email, which is hiding somewhere, right? <laughs> we have a rogue email. Here it is. This is also from Cindy Skunk. Now, he actually sent this before the letter. So here it goes. Oh, I think we're seeing a theme today. I have a couple questions, as well as the regular rounds of, wow, your show is so awesome. Thank you. That's so kind. I'm a rather new lewd. I'm a rather new listener. <laughs> I'm a rather lewd listener. <laughs> and by that I mean I found it two days ago at your live show. But I've already listened to the entire show. Wow. Wow. Like, what What does I'm, he mean by entire show? Like? I'm, I'm assuming the entire Like archive. season one? and Yeah. Wow. Let us know. And by that, blah, 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 blah. just to start out on a good note, <laughs> I love your show. I've definitely not had the best of lives, and as of late, your show has shown me a new light. I know, or I'm sorry if it sounds cheesy or cliche, but the near two hours that I spent at your live show, fire alarm and all, 
Help me pull up a rather <laughs> downhill rolling life. I wasn't clinically depressed or anything, but I was kind of getting there. Now that I find you, I'm happy now. Colon three. I really want to randomly show up at a meet and meet you all more personally, plus other furs. There's one problem. He's only 16. Should I wait or should I be allowed or sure or am I allowed to attend before? And it looks like he did some research and found that out, right, Rue? Yeah, okay. he did. But re- he can always go to one of those meets if he brings his parents along. Or one of his parents. I'd really like to, but I don't know how well I fit in with the crowd, and I don't want make, to make anyone feel awkward or anything. I'm sure I'm technically allowed to go, but I don't want to be a burden. Either way, I need a fursuit. Or more, I really want one. Colon three. Anyways, my main question out of this entire thing is, being 16, I live with my parents. My parents are very opposed to me being furry. Almost literally nothing I say will change their minds. What am I supposed to do for the next two years before I can move out? That's been part of the reason why I've been down recently. I had to come out as gay and free to my parents only days apart. High school is tough enough on its own without parents like this. Not only that, but I really want to go to this year's furry convention at the Davis Center, but there's no way I could get them to sign a release form to go to it. I know the logical thing to do would be to wait until I'm old enough, but I don't want to wait that long. Is that my only option? D colon. I really hope not. Sorry to get depressing all over your ass, but I'd like to know if you guys could think of anything. <laughs> Hoping to hear soon, any <laughs> skunk. Colon three. You know, it's it's really a pickle. Um, as far as like with your parents, you know, if you can find a way in which you can talk to them about it, I understand that they're pretty pretty not accepting of it. And um, I don't know, Tugs, what do you think? make friends through the internet but be straight about it that's probably the best way you're going to be able to get by it's really what it comes down to i think we've kind of capped it already to be honest you know the utah furry group you can um you can still add the utah furry group and still participate in like um, just chatting with people you know posting things online so you can be involved that way as well well Thank you to Tommy, Kaney, and Cinny for those emails. I love listener mail, so thank you. We really appreciate it. We wouldn't exist without you. Yes, thank you for sending that email, um, all of your guys' emails in. And uh-huh. also the letters. And we also had banana bread. No, we didn't. That's after the break. Oh. <laughs> banana bread after the break. San Francisco.
Chad, New York, hear the global DJs, Paris, London, LA, Chicago, Amsterdam, Boston, Banana bread. It's time for banana bread. Banana bread. <laughs> yes. Tell us about the banana bread. Ah, uh, well, we had a listener that sent us in food. To the P.O. box. I, I know, food. That's our first food. I know, it was awesome. I want a chocolate. It was wonderful. Mm. Thank you. It was really good. It was good. Actually, uh, my official review of the banana bread, which is our new thing, we're going to review people's food. <laughs> there were no nuts. There were no nuts, which was the Thank greatest you. part. Yes. That was a godsend. Um, actually, that was probably the best damn banana bread I've ever had. It had very full flavor. It had hints of chicory and was wonderful. It was amazing. It was like it was like a cookie, but yet... What? You know Just what? Kidding, I'm you know what it was like? It was like Michelle Obama's arms had kneaded the dough personally. <laughs> oh my gosh, and no. Then, and then Jenica baked it and sent it to us. <laughs> so it was just awesome and it had, And it had the Obama seal of approval. Nope, just Michelle Obama's arms. <laughs> I imagine Wreck It Ralph punching things when you say Michelle Obama's arms. I went to the Disney store. They have Wreck It Ralph fists. I know. I saw those. They're like so the cute. Like the Hulk fists that they had, like a Toys R Us yeah. and stuff. Yep. Oh, I'm gonna wreck it. I'm gonna wreck it. There you go. That- All right, Roots. Time to announce contest winners. Now, before you do that, so we can keep everyone in suspense for a few more seconds, the international slash non Utah part of the PO Box contest is still open as of time of recording. So send us something, preferably chocolate from Europe, and <laughs> we will give you a lanyard. Is it a lanyard prize? Yes. Yes, we'll give you a lanyard free. We'll pay for the postage to whatever far off land you live in, be it New York or Kenya, and you will have your very own <laughs> lanyard that we only give to guests. To ourselves and to suckers who pay us money at cons. Ten dollars. Wow. So Buy the it. winners are Jenica. As he destroys the lamp in the studio. Thank you for punching my lamp. You're welcome. I love lamp. Okay. Jenica. Um yes, Jenica, you won. Who else? Um Midnight. Midnight also win won. Who and else won? Cinny Skunk. Yeah, Cinny Skunk. I see what you did there. I didn't, wa- I didn't want to call him Sinister Skunk again. <laughs> Thank you, you guys, for sending us um, definitely like Midnight One because he sent in a voicemail. About McReeb. Oh, my gosh. And then these two um, tied, actually. they got We got it at the exact same day. And they the were same put postage. in our box the same day and postmarked same day now technically one of them was ahead of the other but eh, whatever they tied yeah we'll just give it to both of you so we will be in touch with you to give you your stuff 
Awesome. We also have more prizes. Now, can you believe it that someone gave us stuff to give away for contests? They're just I, like, here, we're we're here at the live show. and It was awesome. Somebody just came up and said, hey, give my CDs away as prizes. So, so there's, like, an okay. as, there's an aspiring artist out there. His name is Howard Leon. And he has a website, followthepawprints.com. But he's given us a stack of his CDs, which we've listened to. Uh, and we're going to give them away as prizes. Not the ones we've listened to. The ones that are wrapped. <laughs> it's oh, rap come music? on. I'll no. sign my copy of the CD. <laughs> it's his CD, buddy. <laughs> so look for upcoming contests. We will be giving you a CD of music. And maybe we'll even pay the postage. So before we give you the usual goodbye, we've done some pretty serious episodes the last few releases. Like this one. This one was serious. The live show got serious. And it was fun. Dating I, dating I got serious. It's time for just fun. We're going to get back to having fun, being general idiots, giving each other a hard time. We're going to go back to what you love. And so what are we going to be doing, Tug? So we've got a few episodes coming up. And so normally we only tell you what's next. But here is what we have planned. We have How to Deal with Drama. Yay! We have Dealing with Media in the Fandom. No comment. We have the McRib episode. And that's also the holiday episode. And we also have Not Ruining the Magic. Yep. Something that we discussed about. Yep. We are going to talk about, should you take your top off in public? If you're a girl and there are straight men in the room, don't do it. If you're a fursuiter, <laughs> also don't take your top off. Just don't do it. <laughs> and also, we have our next live show, details to be announced, at Further Confusion. FC. Woo. Woo. So we're going to have lots of fun there, and um, definitely come out to our live show. We have a special guest. Yes. Sam J. from Bad Dragon, and also from Whose Lion Is It Anyway, which is very popular among the East Coast furry set, is going to join us for torture and it's going to be hilarious because she is a comedian so if you want to check out some of her stuff how would you find um whose lion lion is it anyway i don't know because i have not prepared that show google it yeah <laughs> but we've got a whole bunch of exciting stuff planned we're gonna have great times we're gonna mix serious and fun like we normally do it will be fabulous so i think we're I, I almost feel like they were like in the on the oprah winfrey show or something like that if you look under your seat, you'll find a butt. Woo! <laughs> you have bees! Bees! <laughs> okay, Ruth, so how do people submit stuff to the show? Well, there's only a couple ways that you can actually send it. You can leave us a voicemail. We definitely want to hear from you. So if you know anything about these certain topics that we just explained about, please feel free to send us a voicemail. 469 444 Awesome. And we also have our email address. It's cast it for what it's worth. We have P our P.O. box that... What's the address for that? For what it's worth, P.O. box 25394, Salt Lake City, Utah, 84125. Awesome. You can also put, um, you know, put comments on our website, and we'll be replying to those as well. Mm -hmm. If you send us a postcard... We will put it up on our map in the studio that I just found at the other day. I was shopping and found a map. We want to put up your little postcards because that would just be awesome. 
And then you'll get a shout out on the air and maybe one of our upcoming really cool stickers with weird things on them, like mold in your head and only nine digit telephone numbers work on the internet. Those kinds of things. (laughs) More details to come. Postcards. Love them. Cheap. Send them. Please, please, please. Also, make sure that you follow us on our Twitter account. At For What It's Worth. And our Facebook account, which is... Facebook.ru slash hot ladies. No. <laughs> no, it's just on the Utah, it's, I'm sorry, for what it's worth page. It's facebook.com slash for what it's worth. Yeah, so you could just go to Facebook and just whatever. It's a book of faces. Yay! If you want to email us directly for whatever strange reason, we love it. We have... Rue at for what it's worth.com. And tugs at for what it's worth.com. And that's the show. Oh, wait, hold on. Corey, what's your email address? Wow. Koru at ForWhatIt'sWorth.com. Thank you. And so, <laughs> and now I'm that's the show. Go. He's going to put Michelle Obama's arms on me. Yay! <laughs> She's like Popeye's arms. So, you guys have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Thank you for listening in. We appreciate it. Next show is... Don't Ruin the Magic. Yep. Don't Ruin the Magic. So... so if you love to take your head off at a con, please write us. Or if you're we'll irritated at you. seeing, like, for instance, skin or, like, you know, somebody's taking off their paws and, I don't know, walking around like that or whatever, you or know. Or smoking in their suit. Oh, you've seen that? There are people who smoke not only in suit without their head, but with their head. That's so weird. Do they have, like, one of those, like, Corella de like <laughs> sticks or something? No, they just have articulated jaws. So if you don't like when people take their head off in con space, other than the lounge, write us. Or we want are, your opinion. This is a divisive topic, and it's going to be a great show. I'm excited. Or are, if you're really, really um, adamant about, um, you know, keeping the magic and why you feel that the magic is important to to keep it or or if you think that the magic doesn't exist at all like message us we want to hear your opinions yep so thank you for tuning in and we hope you have a wonderful thanksgiving eat some dead bird (laughs) (laughs) so this is tugs this is rue and karu and this has been for For what what it's it's worth worth. for what it's worth (laughs) hi tina